Psalm 102, verses 18 through 28, these are God's words. This will be written for the generation to come, that a people yet to be created may praise Yahweh. For he looked down from the height of his sanctuary, from heaven Yahweh viewed the earth, to hear the groaning of the prisoner, to release those appointed to death, to declare the name of Yahweh in Zion and his praise in Jerusalem, when the peoples are gathered together in the kingdoms to serve Yahweh. He weakened my strength in the way. He shortened my days. I said, O my God, do not take me away in the midst of my days. Your years are throughout all generations. Of old you laid the foundation of the earth and the heavens are the work of your hands. They will perish, but you will endure. Yes, they will all grow old like a garment, like a cloak. You will change them and they will be changed, but you are the same and your years will have no end. The children of your servants will continue and their descendants will be established before you. So far the reading of God's inspired and inerrant word. Uh, This portion of Psalm 102 tells us that this psalm was written especially for our benefit. Uh, We are those who are from uh, other kingdoms, who are from other peoples, uh, and we are the ones who, uh, in the ends of the ages, God has gathered to himself through faith in Jesus Christ. And so verses 18 through 22 um, are describing the usefulness of this psalm uh, to be written for generations to come, or for the generation to come, and every generation to come, in which, verse 22, is true, when the peoples are gathered together and the kingdoms to serve Yahweh. Uh, This psalm is... Uh, summarized, the condition and occasion of this psalm is summarized in verse uh, 23 through 28. He weakened my strength in the way, he shortened my days. And uh, You remember, the my days are consumed like smoke, my bones are burned like a heart, my heart is stricken like withered grass, from back in verse 3. Uh, and he compares his own brevity of life and weakness of life in verse 11. My days are like a shadow week uh, that lengthens, getting late in the day, and I wither away like grass. So the shortness and weakness of his life. Verse 11, with God's strength and endurance, but you, O Yahweh, shall endure forever, and the remembrance of your name to all generations. And he gives an expanded treatment now, and he's summarizing uh, at the end of the psalm, the content of this song that is written for our generations. Uh, He gives an extended treatment of uh, God's strength and eternality in verses 25 to 27. Of old you laid the foundation of the earth. The heavens are the work of your hands. They will perish, but you endure. They will all grow old like a garment, like a cloak. You will change them. They will be changed, but you, you are the same. Your years will have no end. Now, marvelously, marvelously, obviously, in the context of Psalm 102, this is a description of Yahweh. This is also one of the longest uh, quotations of the entire uh, uh, of the Old Testament and the entire New Testament, and it appears in Hebrews chapter one, and verses twenty-five through twenty-seven in Hebrews chapter one are stated by the Holy Spirit to be describing the Son, to be describing the Lord Jesus. So here is one of the most exalted praises of Yahweh as Creator over against the whole rest of the creation in all of the Old Testament. And Hebrews chapter 1 takes an extended section of it and says, this is about Jesus. This is about the Son. This is about the one who 
became flesh, uh, that we might behold his glory and that he might obey and then having obeyed, be made to be sin in our place at the cross, that we might become the righteousness of God in him, that we might become the righteousness of God through faith in him. Uh, and so there's uh, there's no possible way to hold to the truthfulness of Scripture, the truthfulness of Psalm 102 and Hebrews chapter 1, and not say, Jesus is Yahweh. It is just absolutely certain. And it's certain uh, in its preciousness to us, not just in the truthfulness of the doctrine of who he is or the reality. It's not merely a doctrine, not merely a teaching. It is reality uh, of who he is, but in the preciousness to us. Because even after Jesus has come, even after Yahweh has come as a man described in verse 25 through 27, even after uh, the Lord's saving purposes have expanded to gather in the peoples of the earth and people from other kingdoms like we who are gathered here in this household and around this table, the Lord's people will still go through times when the they... The Lord will still bring his people through times of agony like that in the in this psalm. Uh, my heart is stricken so that I forget to eat my bread. Because of the sound of my groaning, my bones cling to my skin. The loneliness of the pelican in the wilderness and so forth in uh, verse 6 and 7. Uh, having enemies uh, who rejoice to see how low we are brought, etc. Uh, and yet, it is still true that the Lord has set a time uh, for the restoration, the putting right uh, of uh, all the ills that happen to us, all the griefs. If his plan is that the eternal God will one day have a redeemed people who must then, they aren't eternal in themselves, they don't exist from all eternity, but they must be forever. They must be saved forever because God has taken us for himself. The point of the redemption uh, was to join us to him, that we would say, I am my beloved's and my beloved is mine and his banner over me is love, or that we might say, he is our God and we are his people. Uh, in uh, that wonderful covenant statement, uh, then surely uh, we know that he has set the time at which he will do this, and he will certainly do it, and uh, he even welcomes to us then, uh, welcomes us then in verse 17 to pray to him for that uh, which he has said. Uh, and that's the conclusion, the answer of that answer to that prayer. Uh, yes, verse 28. The children of your servants will continue, and their descendants will be established before you, reminding us, of course, of the continuity uh, of the covenant. The servants of the Lord, um, by prospective faith in the Lord Jesus Christ uh, in the Old Testament in Psalm 102, uh, are uh, a contiguous line with his servants now who believe in Jesus Christ retrospectively and currently, uh, Hebrews 1 and ourselves here, uh, Middle Tennessee, 2023, uh, and our descendants, our seed also then, uh, are established before the Lord. Uh, we have 
hope in him for our children. Uh, I have hope in him for you. Uh, Not a hope that doesn't require you to repent. Not a hope that doesn't require the Holy Spirit to give you life so that you can repent. Uh, But a hope in God that as, uh, as I set him before you in his word, as I lead you in worship, it is he by his spirit who will give you life to believe. Uh, It is he who will make you righteous through faith in Jesus Christ. And it is he who, when you go through times of agony, will by his spirit bring home to you what he teaches us in this part of his word, that the set time of restoration is coming, that uh, those whom God brings to himself through faith in Jesus Christ will endure forever before him. Uh, And all nations will come and fear the name of Yahweh. And all the kings of the earth will come and reverence God's glory. And so this portion of the psalm says, this is written down for us, that a people now created, we are yet to be created in verse 18, Uh, but that a people yet to be created might praise Yahweh. So, my dear children, I am sorry for you, for the agonies that you will have in your life. This is an age of suffering, not the least of which is your own suffering from your own sin. And may the Lord so sanctify you as to spare you much of that. But I am glad for you that Psalm 102 is written down so that you may praise him uh, in the time of your suffering and know that its its time is defined and set and will end and may call upon him who listens to us in the midst of our suffering and that you may know it most of all because you know that the one described in verses 25 to 27 is Jesus, our creator, the eternal everlasting God, as the one who gave himself for us so that he might give himself to us. Amen. Let's pray. Our gracious God and our Heavenly Father, how we thank you for writing down, causing to be written down for us uh, all of your scripture, everything that we need for faith and practice. And we pray, O oh Lord, that your spirit would bring home to us the certainties of Christ's everlasting glory and of his being our substitute and our savior and of the uh, the set definite short time of our suffering. O oh Lord, make us to remember that our hope is in you uh, and though our life in this age comes quickly to a close, our eternal life that is with you and in our Lord Jesus Christ must be eternal because you are eternal. And so we pray that your spirit would ever comfort our hearts and that remembering these truths, we would also remember to be driven to prayer, to call upon your name, to know that you hear us. Grant that work of your spirit in our hearts and our minds all our life long, we ask, through Jesus Christ. Amen.